Welcome to the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. My name is Jason Sacco and I'm your host. As a 35 plus year spondy, I'm looking to use this show to bring the spondy community closer. I'll give my lifelong battle with AS to you. That includes triumphs, tragedies, and lessons. So sit back, enjoy, and know you are not alone. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. Hope everybody is doing great, that you're all doing well as we roll out from, well, I guess if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, roll out from uh, summer into fall and eventually winter, which can, I know, be a real uh, challenge for some of us with AS. So I hope this message finds everybody doing well. For those of you in the Southern Hemisphere that are rolling into summer, enjoy it. Today I want to talk about a very, very dear friend I made as a result of ankylosing spondylitis. Many of you have this same friend, and for those of you that have not made this friend yet, well, consider yourselves very lucky. That friend I'm talking about is iritis. Iritis is a type of uveitis, and it is the one that I personally have had numerous times. So I see many people write online that they have uveitis, and I'm not sure if they have iritis or some other condition that they're dealing with, but iritis is the one that I have had, and that's the inflammation of the lining around the eye. How did I find this? Well, it goes way, way back. I had had my first hip replaced in 1991, my left hip. I was recovering, and my parents, at the time I was at home, my parents were headed out to, well, about a Tuesday or Wednesday, I noticed my eye was hurting. I think it was a Tuesday. Wednesday, we went in, and instead of going to a regular doctor, we just happened, it was in the evening, and I went to one of those ready-med clinics, you know, like the voodoo clinic where they kill a chicken and, and patch you all up after they've, they've done a few seances and thrown some bones and dice. So anyway, they said, yep, it's pink eye. You have pink eye. Here's the medication to treat it for pink eye. It wasn't pink eye, and that medication wasn't going to do anything. So go along Wednesday... Thursday, Friday, I'm treating this as pink eye and my eye is hurting worse and worse and worse. But the doctor there at the clinic had said, hey, it, it could hurt till Friday-ish or so, Saturday. So, you know, just give it some time for the meds to work and, and rest your eyes. So that I did. Took the meds, did what I needed to do, and the eye just kept getting worse. Well, my parents had said, hey, we're going to go stay out at the time they had a boat. We're going to go stay out at the boat for the weekend. We'll be out there. We'll be back Sunday afternoon. This was before um, the proliferation of cell phones, so it wasn't like you just pick up or call or text somebody. And we'll check on you Sunday afternoon, and, and if it's not healed up, we'll figure out what we're going to do next. Fine, no problem. They leave on a Friday afternoon. Can you remember that Friday night? I got up maybe 1 or 2 in the morning, and out in the, the parking lot of the condo complex where the guest parking was were those you know overhead parking lights. The pain from that light in my eye was the equivalent of somebody stabbing me in the eye with a a knife, I would think. It just brought me right to my knees almost. So I knew something wasn't right, but I didn't know what was wrong. This was something I'd never encountered before. So go through Saturday. It's not getting better. Sunday, my, my parents get home, and they're like, oh, man, your eye looks much worse. And so we don't know what to do. We decide, okay, let's go to the emergency room. So my dad takes me to the emergency room. Sunday evening in the summer in Michigan, and we got lucky, and there happened to be an ophthalmologist that was in there due to uh, somebody else that had, had a, an eye issue. He was a real nice ophthalmologist, had a Dutch accent, and he comes walking in, and he looks at my eye, and he says, oh, we got a hot one there. Well, I didn't know what he was talking about. I just knew it was painful, and he starts to explain to me 
you know, he asks some questions and he goes, oh, he wants to know why I'm on crutches. So I tell him I've just had a hip replacement, you know, a few months prior. And as we're talking, he goes, you have iritis. And I said, well, I have no idea what that is. So he explains to me what it is. And then he says, now, he goes, your condition's so bad, I'm actually concerned you may lose your right eye. And I'm like, what? You know, just a few days before, it was pink eye, no big deal. Take a few drops in the eye, it'll clear itself up in a few days. Now I'm being told I could potentially lose my eye. And he goes, it's so far advanced, the doctor says, that you're not going to like the course of treatment I got to do. And I'm like, well, let's do whatever we can do just so I don't lose my eye. So he says, okay. He goes, well, he goes, I have to give you a shot directly in your eyeball. And I'm like, whoa, hold on there. What? And so he explains the process and that my eye is so far deteriorated with the iritis that he needs to hit it with, I don't know, steroids or something, but he needs to do it directly into the lining so that and the only way to do that is with a shot into the eyeball, into the into the lining. So as you can imagine, I'm not real enthused. Um, and just so any of you know, when you have iritis, doesn't mean you're going to get a shot in the eye. Mine just happened to be so advanced that that particular case of it, that I, that's what needed to be done. So don't let that scare you away from getting treated. Um, so he does that, dilates the eyes, gives me some real heavy goo to put in the eyes, uh, almost like a Vaseline type stuff, but it was medication and some eye drops. There's like four or five things. And he tells my dad, look, at you got to, re- you know, if he can't put these in, I need you to put them in, but they have to religiously be done every couple hours. So next day, you know, my dad heads to work, my, my stepmom heads to work. I'm more than happy to put this drops in because um, I don't want to lose my eye. It just so happened also that the nurse directly, bo- or the person that was directly, it just so happened also that the person that lived below us was a retired nurse. So my dad had gone down in the morning and talked to her, and she came up and was more than willing to, to put the drops in and everything for me if I was having any issues. So I was very well taken care of, had no problems, but just it took after that. Now, I was younger. I was 21, so I healed relatively quickly, but it still took about two months for that eye to heal. And I would see as I got older and I got cases of iritis that it would take, as I got older, it would take longer and longer for them to heal. The last time I had it, which has been knock on you know wood, 10 years, that took probably six months to heal up. Six months of dilating an eyeball. And it's always my right eye. The doctor had told me that once you develop the condition in, in an eye, it tends to always come back in that particular eye. You can't get it in both, but it tends to just come back in the one eye. That's what I've noticed, uh, and that's been my case. So my right eye is is not the best for vision. So what is iritis? Well, as I said, it's an inflammation of the lining that goes around uh, your eye. And according to Cedar sinai iritis is the inflammation of the colored part of your eye, iris. It also affects the front part of the eye between the cornea and the iris which is called the anterior chamber. Iritis can lead to serious problems. It can cause severe vision loss and even blindness. The iris goes around the black part of your eye, your pupil. It controls the size of your pupil. By doing this, it controls how much light enters your eye. The anterior chamber is in the front of your uh, iris. It's a fluid-filled space at the front of your eye. Uh, With iritis, this whole area may become inflamed. And that's why you get the dilating drops. 
dilates it to keep it open and keeps it from the iris from like freezing shut. So what can cause iritis? Well, in my case, it's uh, AS, ankylosing spondylitis. There's also, though, other health problems like leukemia, which I had no clue that could cause iritis. An eye injury, uh, you could get an infection from a bacteria or virus. Again, inflammatory autoimmune disease such as AS, lupus, and uh others are my cause of it. There could be an injury or maybe even reactions to medication. So there's a number of ways to get iritis. It's not just strictly limited to AS, but as you move through, you know, you're you're probably going to get a case of it at some point. And what I found to be very, very effective is obviously when you go get your glasses or or anything, contacts, if you wear those, you're dealing with just an eye doctor. If there's an ophthalmologist there, so much the better. If not, in your local area, if possible, now again, I'm in the United States, so if you're out of country, it might work differently. But in the United States, I've just happened to call the local ophthalmologist and say, I just moved into the area. I have AS. Sometimes I can tell when it's coming on. If I do, I will be needing to call you and get in as soon as possible. Is that something that you're able to work with? I have yet to have an ophthalmologist office tell me, no, that's not something we'll work with. Every one of them has always said, yep, no problem. If you feel about coming on, you call us and we'll get you in that day. And they've all come through that way. So, you know, I hope you have the same type of luck. A, I hope you never get it. But B, if you do, I hope you have such a accommodating ophthalmologist to help you with it. And he or she can then treat you properly to eliminate the the iritis or any condition of uveitis, uveitis that you might have. So there's a number of ways to diagnose it. In my case, it's very easy to just look at the eye, know the history of past bouts with it, and look at what's affected in the eye and the pupil reactions. And I have the floaters in the eye and part of uh, the anterior chamber has come loose in my right eye. So I I have permanent floaters now, which really is annoying because I think it's bugs flying in front of me sometimes. If it's your first bout, the ophthalmologist might look at blood tests, you know, might remove some fluid from your eye to double check, might do x-rays of your sacroiliac joint. Uh, if if applicable. So there's a number of ways they can look to determine not only AS, the onset of AS, AS progression, but also if that iritis issue you're dealing with is tied into AS. How is it treated? Well, this is the fun part because it's not a easy, like, take a pill and it goes away. There's antibiotics to treat the bacterial eye infection if you have one. Uh, there's antiviral meds to treat any, if it's a viral eye infection. There's steroid medications to treat the inflammation. I'm usually on a med pack or two to get the inflammation down when my iritis comes on. There's eye drops to dilate your pupils. I usually go on those as well. They can help to reduce some pain, but they come with their own issues. Like once your eyes are dilated, at least for me, can't see, so I can't dry, can't work can't see a computer screen. Now I'm, I'm on disability now, so it's not so much an issue of working, but the driving is a big one. So, you know, those are kind of some of the main ways your ophthalmologist is going to know the best way to treat the case of uveitis that you have and based upon the symptoms that you present. There are some possible complications of iritis. As I mentioned to you before, I almost lost my right eye. You can get uh, adhesions to the iris of your eye, and, and I have those almost like a scarring. So when the doctor, you know, the eye doctor puts the light up to my eye to look at the inside of the eyeball, he can always say in the right eye, oh, I see all the the adhesions in your eye. Cataracts, that's certainly something that we all face as we age, but those of us with AS have a much, much higher likelihood of needing cataract surgery. There can be some calcium deposits on your cornea. You know, 
I'm not overly familiar with that because that's not an issue I've dealt with. You know, if your doctor talks with you about those, do whatever he or she says is applicable to knock those back. Inflammation, the fluid in the middle of your eye, that's one I deal with. And that's one of the, I believe, the med packs that he gives me, the steroidal med packs. Uh, there can be some optic nerve damage. That's what I was dealing with in my first case because it had gone on so long, it was at the point of causing blindness by the extent of the damage to the optical nerve. Uh, raised pressure inside your, your eye, you know, we know that as glaucoma. That can be a after effect of iritis. So again, it's something you want to be aware of. And then swelling of the central part of the retina which is a macular edema. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to give out medical advice. So if your doctor talks with you any about any of those items, get more information so that you're a, a more informed patient as you go through it. So that was my kind of journey with iritis. To my understanding, there is no way to prevent it. There's no diet. There's no herbal supplements. There's no nothing that prevents it. I don't know if, if something like one of the Enbrels, the Cumeras, the Cosentics helps to reduce it, the amount you get it because I've, I've not seen anybody talk about a correlation between them. They do help to reduce some types of inflammation in your body. So maybe that carries through and reduces the either severity or likelihood of getting uh, iritis. I don't know, but ask your doctor. He or she can fill you in a little bit more on it if, if any of those medications may reduce your chances. You're going to need to see the ophthalmologist as soon as possible because you do need the right meds to treat what's going on. Don't think that there's a home remedy that you can try. Get yourself into the doctor. Once you have some of these medical conditions, iritis is not something that you can really prevent. The one thing they did offer is they had about six key points about iritis. And I thought this was kind of neat to keep just in the back of your mind. Iritis is the inflammation of the colored part of the eye, as we discussed earlier. It can cause... Symptoms of such as eye pain, light sensitivity, headaches, and decreased vision. And on my first case and every other case I've had of iritis, I've had every one of those. It can lead to serious problems such as severe vision loss, even blindness. I almost experienced that. Infections, injury, and autoimmune, autoimmune diseases are major causes. I knew that. I thought a, somebody had told me one time that a person they knew had gotten iritis because they... Uh, it was a lady who had played softball, and she was a pitcher, and she took a line drive right to the eye and damaged the eye and got iritis once every year, every other year, every year afterwards uh, from the damage that had been done. But I, I, that's only a partial memory, so I'm not sure that that – I'm not sure I'm telling you that correct, but that's something I remember hearing. You may need uh, medicines such as antibiotics and steroids. So if the doctor gives them to you, take them because that's the fastest way to help to reduce and protect yourself from this disease. Make sure you have an ophthalmologist that's aware that you live in the area, have AS, are diagnosed with AS, are susceptible to, to iritis, and that you may call at the last minute and need an emergency appointment so that they are aware, you know, they can put a note in there about you so that they know how to handle any call they get from you. And then make sure your doctor your ophthalmologist, your rheumatologist, if they talk so much the better. If they don't, make sure that your rheumatologist gets your ophthalmologist any of your medical records so that he or she can better treat the uveitis that you're dealing with. And make sure you hit up all follow-up appointments. This is not something to screw around with. Having ankylosing spondylitis 
uh, we deal with enough issues as it is already. Don't make the condition worse on yourself by losing an eye and and just creating more problems for yourself than you need. I encourage all of you guys to take care of yourselves, be healthy, be happy, help out anybody that might need it on the forums that is feeling down. And if you're feeling down, feel free to reach out to me or anybody else on the forums to talk. We're here to chat. Like I said, I've been dealing with this for years. I'm no expert on it. I just know about myself and my own responses to it. And I look forward to talking to you guys in the future about all of these items that we deal with on AS. So you guys have a great day, great evening, depending on your location. And make sure to hit the subscribe button to this show so that you get every new episode that comes out. I hope you guys have a wonderful day.